happy. Happy almost Lent. It's people. almost Lent. Woo-hoo. Whoa. Let's get fired up. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Woo. Well, we. Uh, it's coming. February 22nd, everyone. Ash Wednesday. February 22nd. You know, it's it a was, Wednesday. We're, what time is midnight mass? <laughs> midnight. What day of the week is Ash Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday. Um, yeah, we're having a- mass. Can I, I'll just tell everyone. You can write it down. We're having four masses that day. We're going to have a mass at 7 a.m., 12.10, 5.30, and 7.30 in Spanish. Yeah. We'll have confessions. We're fired up. Yeah, we're gonna have gonna a good. we'll have an early morning mass, and then we'll have a noon one, which will be packed because it's on campus. Yep, and then we'll have our nine oh nine p.m. mass on Lovely. Ash Wednesday. Lovely. Yeah, we usually have like a like a like an eight or nine, and then a noon or eleven thirty ish, and then somewhere in that ballpark, and then a um, a nine oh nine. One year on nine oh nine mass. Like five over five hundred. Bring people. it! That's great. Now, we also want to give a shout out. Uh, we have our our Lenten Parish mission coming up. What? Sister Carolyn Nunes, who's uh, uh, Nunes N U N E S Nunes. Okay. Um, she is from Alton, Illinois. Oh, she's going to be here on Sunday the nineteenth, Monday the twentieth, and Tuesday the twenty-first, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, she's going to come over to St. John. Yeah, so she's the... going to be kind of with you guys during the day. It's going to yep. be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Wow. We're, we're, we're excited. And then, of course, uh, Lenten Stations of the Cross every Friday. We do three Ooh. times every Friday, 11.30, 6, 7.30 in Spanish. We don't have any Stations of the Cross right now. Oh. You guys need to come over to our place? No, we might just break into old Do a living stations. Uh, <laughs> the way you said that just made me want to throw up. <laughs> Uh, that was all the rage in the 80s, man. The living stations. Uh-huh. I don't know where we're going to do stations across this year. You guys, you want to come over? Well, you know what? This is what's really great about college ministry. We have two Fridays that we don't have stations across. So there's how many weeks in Lent? Six. And two of those, we don't have them. So we may have to, we may be coming over here for Stations of the Cross. Well, let me know, especially if you're going to come for the evening because we have food after. What? If we're going to feed all of your hungry people. The sweet children with a, everybody's got a hungry heart, O'Brien. Yeah, we may everybody have to have two, we may have to have two phases. Of what? Of food. Should we bring, just bring our own? Tell me if you guys are coming because we, we may not have room. We have to, we'd have to, we have to, there's, de- there's details to be worked. You're, you're, you guys are hearing here live the differences between Father Carey and I. I want to know four weeks out what exactly is happening. Father Carey wants to order some pizzas and bring 400 people. Now, the, uh, when we had that fake snow day. I like that ago, about you, by the way. That fake snow day? Yeah, I said. Both of them? Uh, yeah, exactly. On that Monday, we had 86 kids for daily mass. And then I sent out a message and I said, hey, listen here. Tuesday, we're having pancakes 10 a.m. And my campus ministry staff went, what? Because, like, <laughs> this is an opportunity right here. It, and it works. Oh, because there was no class. There was 150 oh, students in there. I love it. I mean, just everywhere, pouring through. The the second floor is like a bunch of hummingbirds. There's just, like, stuff moving around and people, and they're studying there till late in the evening. And they're, I mean, just the other day, um, Tim Eby, who's our uh, project manager, and I had a meeting at 7.10 in the morning to just talk over things that we're, we're finishing up. And 
he just started looking out of the window as people started walking in, and guys were walking in, and Boom. girls were going up for their Bible studies. Let's go. And before we knew it, there were 25 people there at 7.30. Love it. I was like, wow. All right. Dig it. You can dig it. I can dig it. You um, can dig it. Okay. We're walking through the Mass, and we're almost done. The concluding rites. That's so we're last con- week, uh, oh, we need to talk about leaving Mass early. Oh. Uh, you're like When? The- okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no. We need to talk about when... Okay, after communion, you go back to your to your pew and you kneel down. Yep. When does when do you sit? Every church is like a little different. Uh, it's okay. so funny. A lot of people. So here's yep. usually the options: is it when the tabernacle door closes? Is it when the deacon or when the priest sits down? When is it when both the priest and the deacon sit down, or is it never? The I think the answer is when the tabernacle door closes. That is correct. And when I was a kid, I remember we were at St. Pius the Tenth. St. Pius the Tenth, hail to you. That's not their song, by the way. I just made that up. Anyway, Jake Kresbach's dad said, "Hey, do you know, guys, you can be seated when the tabernacle closes." And oh. after that, I was like, I would just sit straight back on people's arms. I was a mischievous. Yeah, you, still, you want to be aware of the people behind you. Who? No one's behind me. Just stretch out. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, come flying back and smash. Yes, when the hands. tabernacle door closes. And but basically, when, yes, when the tabernacle door closes, be seated. Even if the priest has not yet sat down. Uh huh. You're not sitting because the priest is sitting. You're <laughs> sitting because the, Jesus yeah. is no longer outside of the tabernacle yeah. and in our presence. Anyway, sure. so that's this little thing. Okay. There's there's a phenomenon in many churches, not really in ours. We have it a slight amount. Go on. And I don't know if you have it. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. And that is people receive communion and then leave. Oh, yes. So the immediate answer, you know, the uh, I heard this once on a talk from uh, Father Larry Richards, who's kind of a well-known speaker around the country, yeah. and he said, if you're leaving... Mass early, don't you need a blessing? <laughs> Who are you to not want to receive a blessing? And then he takes it even further and he says, Who left the first mass early? Judas. Judas. Do not, Lord, do not let me be abandon you like Judas. Yeah. But like the thief, I will yeah. confess thee. So what are what what I, I I honestly don't know where that comes from. Why people think that that's do you think that's a modern or an old thing? I, I really don't know. You know I, I think I mean I think where it comes from is I'm here to receive Jesus. I've done that. Bye. Yeah. I think there's some people who they want to get a head start out of the out of the parking lot. By the way, these are all dumb reasons. I've received Jesus. I've now I'm done. No, the mass is not over. There are there's still a prayer, there's still a blessing, and there's still the dismissal. Yes. Um, and then the other part is, yeah, if you're trying to, to beat traffic, then get here a little earlier, back into your parking spot right by the, right by the entrance. But Arlo start. There's on. other ways. You know, sit in the back of the church. Sit by the door. I don't, where, whatever. But don't leave. Don't leave early. Um, whatever your rationale for leaving early it's it's really not a good one. This is like your communion rant. You're I'm so, just saying. 
We don't okay. really. Do you have that problem? Do you have people leave early? I, I think. I mean, people do. But if St. Philip Neri had the problem, and he was died in 1595. Oh. And you know how he solved it? You know, he had all these little cool things he would do. Like, one time a guy came and, like, was prideful. A spiritual directive of his was prideful. So he shaved half of his beard. So Philip Neri shaved half of oh. his beard and then walked through the city of Rome with this guy. And people were making fun of this guy. It's like, why would you be hanging out? He also, uh, to to prove the the uh, the terribleness of gossip, you know, he took like a, a, a feathered pillow and he took the gossiper up onto this like tall building and he cut the pillow open oh. and he let the feathers yeah. you know, go all over the city. And he said, now, go and pick up all the feathers. <laughs> That's what happens when you gossip. You can't, you can't, you can't get it back in. Yeah, so the, the Philip Neary line. I was he, ordained on his feast day. Were you really? FYI. That was my first job as a, as a well, my second job, St. Philip Neary. As Newman a priest, to you. Right. Anyway, um, anyway, so. Okay, so don't fa- leave early. So fa- St. Philip Neary. Don't leave early. In order to get people to know that there are walking tabernacles in the world. People would leave Mass after receiving Holy Communion, and he'd send torchbearers with bells, and he would follow them That's to the city of Rome hilarious. to remind them. Because, you know, when if you've ever been to a focus conference, <laughs> That's and it's, hilarious. A, it's a big moment at this focus conference when they're transferring the Blessed Sacrament through the building. They will, like, ring the bells. Yeah, and everybody kneels. And everybody kneels. And so this is what Philip Neary used to do. Um. The, the, my our, our good friend here uh, in my little book, The Mass Explained, oh, by yeah. Sister Maria Grace Deteno, she said, some people seem to think of the concluding rites of the Mass as something like the credits at the end of a movie. Don't what? make this mistake and miss the final blessing and sending forth just to get out of the parking lot more quickly. Yeah, so don't, yeah, don't, don't leave early. Don't, don't leave early. do it. Don't leave early. Okay, so then we come to the end of the Mass. The priest says or sings... Let us pray. The people stand. And then the priest prays what is known as the prayer after communion. Not the po- the, It's not, not the, the closing prayer. So the opening prayer <laughs> is called, called the, the, the collect. And the closing prayer is called the prayer after communion. Those are their formal, oh. those are their formal names. Wow. And so that, that changes week to week. Uh, changes week to week. Um, so like this, we're now in ordinary time. So there's, you know, there's like a specific... Prayer after communion for the sixth Sunday at Ordinary Time, yeah. for Ash Wednesday, whatever it may be. All right, then um, let's talk about announcements. Whoa. So there's some some priests. Me. Uh, who, what? I do mine No, before. I was going to say some priests who have a very strict view of, of, of the announcements in that they don't, they never, they don't do any. Uh-uh. Or they make, if they're going to make announcements, they make them at the, Beginning of their homily. Yeah, that was like a. I've seen that in. And I, a lot of older I get priests. it. I get it. I don't really like that though. I get I my think, announcements before mass. I think a few end of mass announcements are 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 okay. And proper. Okay, so this is what the germ says, the general instruction. Yeah. To the concluding rites belong the following: brief announcements, should they be necessary. The priest's greeting and blessing, which on certain days and occasions mm-hmm. is expanded and expressed by the prayer over the people or another more solemn formula. Okay. So that's where, especially during Advent, Lent, uh, solemnities, holy yeah. days of obligation, you're going you're gonna to see, the priest is going to say, 
make the announcements, whatever, and then say, the Lord be with you. Mm-hmm. The people say. And with your spirit. And then the deacon says, if you have a deacon, bow the deacon says, the bow down for the blessing. And then the priest is going to extend his hands, and he's going to play, pray usually like some kind of three-trope thing, to which the people respond, amen. Okay? Then the priest does the final blessing. All right, so this is what it says. So brief announcements, the priest greeting and blessing, the dismissal of the people by the deacon or the priest. Okay. So that each may go back to doing good works, praising and blessing God. Um, do you have you have what the what the options are there? So the deacons don't just get to say whatever they want. Uh, there are there are certain dismissals, the deacons or the priests who are doing the dismissing. So, you know, go go in peace. Um I do my announcements before the closing prayer. Oh, you do? I yeah. I, I like it because then I can, if I if I have to do an announcement, normally I do my announcements before Mass, and then at the end, uh, just do the concluding I like prayer to bring and the, the final I like to bring the, the communion right to an end with the prayer after communion. Yeah. I, I, I don't do them. The if I do have to do opinion. one, if I, I do have to do a um, a, an announcement. It's like because you forgot on the first announcements. It's I say it and then I say let us pray. I asked everybody to be seated. Please be seated, and then I make oh, the announcement. See, we try to, and then the Lord be with you. I bet let one of pray. the things I like that we've done here is we keep the we keep the announcements brief, um, and I'll bet it's maybe three, two or three times a year that we say please be seated. And it's usually when we do our, our finance presentation uh, or we have some, like, really, really, really special guest. Yeah. like Or, like, we're introducing a new staff member or something like that. I, I, I've just always struggled with the moment where you say, let us pray, and then you offer this beautiful prayer to the Heavenly Father, and you say, and then there's bingo tomorrow night, um, and then um, also the women's... Auxiliary Guild of St. Rita of Kasha will be meeting in the rejectory following today's Mass. The Women's Auxiliary Guild. <laughs> yeah. And then you say, the Lord be with you. But you I just like, finished communion and you're doing that. I rarely do it at the end of Mass. I always do it at the beginning of Mass. Announcements, beginning of Mass. Okay. Anyway. We'll, we'll differ on that. Okay. Then it's, oh, do you have the... It says, have, what, are the, what are the options for a, the deacon or priest to dismiss the people? I'll read it. Here we go. Number 143. Here we go. In a pontifical mass. The what? Just listen for What's a, a pontifical mass? Oh, with the pope or a high liturgy? Yeah. With what the archbishops we, how, there. How often are we doing that? Uh, anyway, go ahead. I, I'll, says, I'll be quiet. You ready? Just listen. In a pontifical mass, the celibate receives the mitre. And extending his hand says, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now and forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. May almighty God bless you, <laughs> the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And he makes the sign of the cross over the people three times. And he adds. Okay. This then, is just a, the bishop or the pope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a pontifical mass. Then the deacon or priest himself, this is a second option, without a pontifical mass, with hands joined and facing the people, says, either A, go forth, the mass is ended. See if you can figure out which one is wrong. B, 
go and announce the gospel of the Lord. C, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. D, go in peace. Which one was wrong? Was it C? Yes, because it's life. Yeah, glorify the Lord. The Lord Glor- by you. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Yeah, yeah. It's the deacon, t- deacon or priest talking just directly to you. He's talking, yeah, he's not saying your lives, plural, yeah. your life. Yeah, he's, your life. he's a, go forth, the mass has ended. So what's key there, and this is, goes to our, you know, our evangelical mission, is that you, you're being, you're not being, you're being told to get out, get, get out, to go and to bring the gospel. Uh-huh. I mean, to do, to do that, go in, to one, to go in peace. Yep. To go and announce. Go, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Yep. Or go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Uh-huh. Or what else? Go, go forth, the mass is ended. Go forth, the mass is ended. Ite misa es. Go in peace. Or go in peace. So whatever the whatever it is, you're being commanded to go. Yeah. Um, and that is on very much on purpose, right? To go, to go. What what just happened to you? You received Jesus. We've heard God's word. Um, I love it, you know, like when we, you know, I don't know if you guys, we, you know, we, at Sunday Mass, we process in with the gospel. Uh-huh. But then the book of the gospels doesn't process out. It stays put. It stays put. But the gospel is still going out in you. Ooh. So there. Snazzy. So go, go. Okay. So then, uh, some, then something happens, right? So not, so then they, oh, that the, the deacon or the priest says, go in peace or, you know, go, go and announce the gospel of the Lord. And then the people say, oh, thanks, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I, I was like, I was waiting. I didn't, I don't say that a lot. So the people say, thanks be to God. They're, they're responding back, thanking the Lord for this great command to go out. All right. Yeah. So then we're still not done. Because then, uh, as the germ says, uh, the kissing of the altar by the priest and deacon. Not remember when we talked about the smelling of the altar. <laughs> yeah, my little nephew, who's like who's eighteen, now, who's now twenty-one. <laughs> uh, the kissing of the altar by the priest and the deacon, followed by a profound bow to the altar by the priest, the deacon, and other ministers. That's what happens at the end. So then, so you go over. We reverence the altar just as we did when we started. So that, by the way, people who leave early, they're missing all this. Yeah, that's all bad. the good stuff. All right. So you kiss the altar. We go down, um, genuflect to the tabernacle. Uh-huh. And then there's a procession out. So. Yeah, we talked about processions. Yeah, you know, there's Paul multiple and, processions yep. within within the Mass. This is the, the we would it's often called the recessional, the recess. The recess. Uh-huh. And then there's usually a hymn. There doesn't have to be, but there's usually a hymn that is being sung. And then. You get out of the church. I would say to people, don't leave. Don't leave until the, the song is over. And I think we do a good job of that here. Um, people stay put. And when the song is over, then you can leave. Um, should people have conversations in the church? About what? About, I don't know, about anything. Anything? I think far too many people, as soon as Mass is over... I mean, our parents, we're, we're better than some places, but the church then doesn't automatically that stop being a church. Um, it's still, a, you know, a place of, of reverence. And so if, I, I would just say, if you want to have a conversation of any kind, 
take it outside. Well, you know what was one of the great parts about Old St. John? The accordion wall. Yes. The accordion wall <laughs> was an amazing, amazing piece of liturgical device. It was part of the recessional. Yeah, the, the closing of the doors. And this is what would happen. If people wanted to talk, they sat in the parish hall. And as soon as the doors closed, they could start talking. Oh, because it stopped being the church. Yeah, it stopped being the church. But if yeah, you, but take it out, take it outside because because one out of reverence for the Lord, but two because there's pe- there are people who stick uh-huh. around after and want some silence to be able to pray. So take it outside, take it outside. Yeah, don't. Yeah, just 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 take it outside. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, you'll see, and there are people leaning against music. There's also a growing number of of young people and young adults who, after they've after mass is over, they stay around and pray a little while. Yeah, and, and that's, and a, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, and we want to encourage that. And I think it needs. It's. I would just say this: to to stand around in the church after mass and talk, um, it's is rude. It's no good for anybody. It's rude. It's rude. Um, and so don't don't do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So then after mass, what you should do is proceed immediately to your car and speed out of the parking lot, <laughs> cutting people off. Um, ex- screaming uh, expletives, swearing at them from the depths, swearing of your heart. at them for what a terrible person they are, or you should go eat donuts. Where did coffee and donuts come from? Why is this? Why is that such a thing? I, I heard it started around the ninth century with <laughs> with Saint Philip Neri. <laughs> he, no, um, yeah. So then after mass, that is a beautiful time actually to be. I mean, go to leave if you need to, whatever. But to but to be social, to meet people, build relationships because it is called the body of Christ, the church. Yep. And when when people just scurry off, they don't get to unite themselves in this body of Christ, the yep. church. They don't be, get to become friends with the other people and therefore help each other participate in the yeah. life of the church. So you might see, like, you know, is there are people going to get together for for a meal? Um, it's a good chance just to go up to people and introduce yourself. Yeah. You know? When I was a kid at St. Thomas More, because we just had one big hall, there was these donut windows in the back of it. And as a kid, you like go up there, it was like a quarter, 15 cents for a donut, glazed donut. You had to from, pay for the donuts? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, we did. Nothing was free. Wow. You have free donuts here? Yeah, we put out a little free offering donation what? thing. We don't, we don't come over charge here more often. for donuts. Yeah. Oh, I always thought you had to pay for yeah. them. That's why I was scared of um, eating that, especially the apple fritters. One really cool thing, our friends, uh, Adam Minahan and David Niles, who we've talked about before. Who? Uh, they, they, have a, they have a thing called the Catholic Man Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. They decided, uh, you know, they basically, use, they sit in the same place every week at Mass with their, with their wife and families. Well, they wanted to get to know uh-huh. the people who sit around them. So one day... Uh, I think this was pa- Pamela Niles made this up. She made up invitations, and they had what they called a pew party. So she doesn't know everyone's names, but it's generally the same people. Uh-huh. So at Mass, they come in, and she hands the people in front of her and behind her an invitation <laughs> to their house, and it was a pew party. And it was so people of older older people, I mean, their family, they have a lot of young kids, and this, you know, this this like you know older man who comes to mass by himself, and this young adult couple, you know, 
And they just invited the people that they normally sit around to their house. <laughs> that's beautiful. Isn't that a great idea? Yeah, that was pretty funny. So there's stuff like that 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 we can do to 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 then kind of take the mass with us, right? To facilitate Take the mass away with you when you go. That's a song. No, but I not. made I changed the lyrics. I just kept the tune. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you want you want to find ways to then take what has happened at the mass and bring it out to the people yeah. by evangelizing, by serving the poor, by building up community. Yeah, you've heard the word of God. Yep. You've asked your brothers and sisters for forgiveness. You've prayed to the Father through the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. You've re- received Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity worthily. Remember when we talked about that? Like the sacrament of going to the sacrament of confession, having a soul that is ready to receive Jesus, having no, no major sins on our body or our minds or our hearts. And then after that, we get this beautiful blessing. Uh, you don't remember that priest that came in and talked about the haberakah, the the blessing, yep. like the blessing that is so important for the people of God to receive from the priest, and that that blessing that uh, that is called down upon, that heaven comes down upon you, and then, like you said, go and do these things. Go forth, the mass is ended. Like the the sacrifice has been sent. Now go, go and announce the gospel of the world. Go and announce to our culture, because we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, that we live in a culture with many different Gospels. I mean, think of all yes. the Gospels. It's, Everybody has a religion. It's, uh, it's, well, it's football Gospel. It is the LBGTQ Gospel. It is, um, it is political Gospel. The secular, yeah. This, uh, you know, whatever that is. It's money and work and fame and the popularity Gospel. They all have these Gospels. And, the, and at the end of Mass, it says, go and announce the gospel. The. The, the gospel. Not a gospel. The evangelion of the Lord. Not the gospel of, the of Lord. Biden or Trump or your, fa- yeah, your, favorite, yeah. your favorite person. Yeah. Go in, a, a go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. That, 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 that's what you're supposed to do. Is like, uh, it was a couple weeks ago that that gr- beautiful line from the reading says, that you are to be, as Prophet Isaiah, you are to be a light to the nations so that my salvation would be known. So we Christians, Ooh. us holy people who are striving after holiness, it says, go in peace, go in shalom. And this says, glorifying the Lord by your life. Like when people see us, I've never found the words when it says like Pope Francis says, not Pope Francis, but St. Francis of Assisi is like, um, uh, we, uh, uh, preach the gospel, and when you have to, use words. I don't think he said that. I don't think he said that either. Yeah. But this line says, glorifying the Lord by your life. Like, you are... Your life. A, you're a yeah. light to the nations. Yep. Yep. You are a light to the nations. I like it where they say, you're, you're, yeah, your life could be the only gospel that somebody ever reads. Yes. No pressure. No pressure. And the last one is, go in peace. Yep. Like, Simple. take this... It's the resurrection message. It's peace, peace, peace. Go in shalom. Go in peace. Go in the blessing of the of the resurrection. Go walk out the doors of the church and uh, and intoxicate the world with divine life. Ooh, yeah. Go Love out that. there and just you know, like try it out. Pope Francis says, "Go make a mess." I love that. I love that. Yeah, go and wow. toxic. Go because our world the, needs it. Our world needs you. I like to say, you know, God, you're God's plan A. There's no plan B. 
you're, you're it. Mark Hart actually said that. I stole it from him. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the the mass is a is an evangelical activity. Yeah, well, that's what it's j- meant to help you grow in holiness, to help you to grow in some knowledge, to grow closer to the Lord, to be fed and strengthened for a purpose, and that is to go and make yeah. disciples. That, so it's very, it's an it's outward, outward focused. Um, the last thing I'll say, we just have like a minute left. Uh, about oh, about a month ago or so now, I took a little cue from Bishop Robert Barron, who I like quite a bit. And I, I, I told everyone in the parish that in the year 2023, I would like for them to, in, for every, every individual or family to invite another individual or family to Mass okay. in 2023. I just want to remind everyone of that, Whoa. that I have not forgotten, Ugh. that you are not off the hook. Are you taking a check? You know, like checking up and uh, no, checking them out? No, I'm just, you know. Just putting that out there. Checking it twice. Going to find out who's listening so, to Old So be doing that. that can, college students can do that too. Wherever uh, you are. are. Whoever you are and you're listening to this, you can do that. Okay, we have now walked through the mass. What? But we're not done. I mean, we're not done. I want to do, we, I think our next show maybe can be uh, about uh, the liturgical items. What? Like what? We're going to keep this going? I think there's more to say, you know? Wow. How well there is. I don't know. The, the, maybe the the uh, the uh, the roles of the mass lectors, you know, what's the deal with extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion? How many what? is too many? What uh, ushers, greeters, altar servers? We're just getting it. There's a lot there. We're caught off guard by this. I also want to talk about priests' chalices. Oh yeah, would that be interesting? That would. Be. Okay, get ready for Lent. Ash Wednesday, February 22nd. Peace.